go deeper, find your center, live life to the fullest. This is the Deeper Connections podcast from The Daily Motivator. Welcome to the Deeper Connections podcast from The Daily Motivator, sponsored by Connections University, where you'll find the Experience Excellence audio program, a resource for encouragement, inspiration, and mastery of life's everyday challenges. Visit DeeperConnectionsPodcast.com and download Experience Excellence today. Who are you? How do you define yourself? What makes you different? What makes you special? What unique contribution do you have to make to this world? How can you fulfill your own magnificent possibilities? These are questions we rarely have the time or the inclination to ponder because Most of our days are filled with accomplishing certain tasks, and if we ever look beyond those day-to-day jobs, we can sometimes begin to consider our longer-term goals, yet there's something that's even beyond those long-term goals. Each of us has a unique life purpose, and though we seldom think about it, it makes itself known in many different ways. Those people who are true to their purpose generally find happiness, fulfillment, and success. Those who act in opposition to their purpose are going to encounter a great deal of frustration and disillusionment in life. You know your email address. You know your telephone number. You know the name of the street where you live. You know your job description. You know how tall you are, how much you weigh, what kinds of food you like. These are all things that describe you, yet they do not truly define you. Your outward, visible characteristics are, at best, circumstantial evidence of the unique person that is you. Most of us don't pay a lot of attention to discovering or to understanding or nurturing our essential selves. Yet, it can be very helpful to put some effort, and it does indeed take effort, into learning more about the person inside. What if you were spending every day working against yourself? Think about that. How much would you get accomplished if you were working against your own purposes? What if each morning you worked for several hours preparing proposals for clients and then you went to lunch and after lunch you spent the afternoon ripping up the proposals and tossing the torn pages into the trash can? Now what good would that do? What would you accomplish? Nothing. If you're not acquainted with your own essential self, you could be doing something very similar. You could be working all day, every day, to create things, things for which you really have no use or desire. The better you know and understand yourself, the more effectively you can get things done. 
when you have a solid understanding of your own unique nature, you're able to harness your immense personal power instead of having to work against it. Too often, we make choices based on other people's values, or we make choices to serve the expediency of the moment, and then we wonder why life seems so empty and frustrating. Someone will, for example, enter a profession in which he has little interest or aptitude just because the money is good. And then that person will wonder why his career seems to be going nowhere. Yes, sure, money is is critically important. However, there are many, many ways to make money. And your best prospect for being financially successful is to be able to work with passion and commitment at what you're doing. That means doing something that interests you, something that excites you and challenges you in a positive way something that's in line with the true person you are inside. It means doing something that demands the best of you, that takes advantage of your own unique strengths, your skills, your talents that are yours, and enables you to create the most value for the effort that you're putting forth. Finding yourself is not a matter of rejecting those around you or rejecting your your culture or society. It's not a matter of abandoning your responsibilities. It's a matter of relating to all those people, relating to world, to the world, and carrying out your responsibilities in a more genuine way. It's a matter of tapping into the immense power of your own purpose, of your own essence. It's not about joining some cult or abandoning your faith. It's about strengthening the connections between your true self and the things that are important to you. It's about understanding yourself and your priorities and using that understanding to become more effective in everything you do. When you become better acquainted with who you are, you're better able to see the positive possibilities in every situation. You're able to better understand your frustrations and to find realistic and workable ways out of them. You're able to more clearly see the incredible possibilities for your own life and how you can fulfill those possibilities to live with purpose, with joy and true fulfillment. So you've decided you need to find yourself. So what precisely are you looking for? Mainly, you want to take an objective look at the things that make you, you. Now, these attributes include, very importantly, your life's purpose, as well as your vast array of skills, your hidden wealth, your passions, your most effective state of being, of consciousness, your priorities, and the things that really motivate you to take action at the deepest level. You're looking primarily for inner characteristics and patterns in your life.
So how do you get in touch with yourself? How do you discover and appreciate the beautiful, unique person who lives inside of all those superficial trappings that you're carrying around with you? How do you discover the passionate, purposeful person who lies at the heart of all you do? The main thing you have to do is look. That sounds very simplistic and very obvious, Yet so many times, people don't even think of themselves beyond the superficial level of appearance, possessions, and tasks. There is so much more to you than what you look like, or what you have, or even what you do. There's someone inside who has unique values, desires, and dreams. The inner you has a very definite mission and a burning passion for that mission. And when you make the effort to look, you're definitely going to start to see it. An effective way to better understand yourself is through a series of probing, introspective questions. And we're going to go through a lot of those questions here. And you may just want to pause this recording and think about them as we go through them. Or what's even better, if, if you would like to answer them in writing, that's even better because you can go back and you can review your thoughts with a little bit of objectivity. You can sleep on it for a while and then come back and look at it and see what you're trying to say to yourself. It's important to be honest and thoughtful and as complete as possible when you're answering these questions. Remember, you're doing this for yourself to help you understand how to better live in harmony with your own purpose. No one else needs to see your answers, so be as open, honest, and forthcoming with yourself as possible. Now, there are no right or wrong answers to these questions, obviously. They're designed for the sole purpose of helping you to think and to better understand yourself. So take some thoughtful time with each of these questions and enjoy getting to know the special person you are. First of all, what kinds of things did you enjoy as a child, particularly between the ages of 7 and 14? As a child, you most likely were not burdened with the need to make a living or to impress other people. You did what you did because you wanted to do it. You were in touch with your deepest desires and you followed them. You figured out a way to follow them. Think of the hobbies you had, the things you did with your friends, the way you spent your time when you were away from school. What were your favorite toys? And why did you like them so much? What did you dream of becoming when you grew up? The purpose and passion that drove your behavior as a child is still with you. And now, now you're in a far better position to express that passion. But the problem is, you've forgotten about a lot of it. So go back and remember your childhood. Make an effort 
to reconnect with that passion and see how it can ignite your life and show you who you are. Has there ever been a time in your life when you were consumed with passion for something? Perhaps it was something you were studying or a construction project or a special relationship. Maybe it was a spiritual awakening or volunteer work that you did. Perhaps it was a job or some other project, maybe a competitive sport or a scientific investigation or an organization that you were a member of, or perhaps it was a trip that you took somewhere. Think about the experience and how it made you feel. Consider why you were attracted to it. Consider why you still think of it as so special. How did you describe or express your passion to other people during this time? And how do you talk about it now? What was it inside of you that was so ignited by this passion? And most importantly, think of what it would take to induce a similar passion in your life today. Think of the people you enjoy being with. Why do you like to be around them? What is it inside of you that relates to them? What do you admire in them? What kinds of activities do you most enjoy doing with these people? Do you prefer being with people who are very much like you? People who share a similar set of ideas and lifestyle? Or would you rather be with those who are quite a bit different than you? What do people compliment you about or commend you for? Think of the things for which you have received a lot of praise. What things have you done that have caused others to look up to you? What accomplishments have you made that have brought the respect of others? When other people sincerely seek your advice and your expertise, what kinds of things do they ask you about? In what areas do those people around you regularly ask you for help. Now think of a time when you were extremely satisfied with yourself and describe the experience in detail, as detailed as you can remember it. What did you do to bring on this level of satisfaction with yourself? What inner resources did you call upon during this period of accomplishment? What motivated you to take the necessary action? That's very important to remember. What was it that motivated you? Because if you know that, if you can connect with that, then you can find the motivation to do anything that you really want to do. What kept you going even in the face of disappointment? That's a big one because persistence is always the key to success. Why did you set out to accomplish it in the first place? What was it that made you want to do this? What was the why beneath it all? Beneath this time when you were very satisfied with the results you got. Think of two or three accomplishments 
that would give you a similar degree of satisfaction if you were to achieve them now. And think, what, what kinds of things give you satisfaction on a daily basis? What do you feel good about yourself? What makes you feel good about yourself each day? What things do you do that, that make you feel that way? And then ask yourself, what makes them so appealing to you? And what motivates you to continue doing them? Very good stuff. What people do you admire? What other people do you admire? And why? Why do you admire them? What is it about them that you admire? Do they have qualities that you see or would like to see in yourself? Okay, if so, what are those qualities? Are these people living in a way that you would like to live? Do they have a lifestyle that that, that you admire and, and and would like to live? If that's the case, then then think of the details of that lifestyle. Describe it in 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 detail and explain why it appeals to you so. Do you admire these people because of their commitment to certain values? If so, what are those values? And what is it they do to express their commitment to those values? And more importantly, how do you or how would you like to regularly express your own commitment to those same values? How would you live your life if you had plenty of time and money and if all the day-to-day problems and challenges were gone? If there was no limitation on your money, if, if you had no restrictions on your time, what would you do with that time? What would you do with that money? What would you do with your life? Now, right now, you probably spend so much of your time and energy just making sure the bills get paid and the roof doesn't leak and you make it to all your appointments on time that there's barely enough time to think about anything else. But if all that suddenly were taken care of, if all that burden were lifted, what would you do? What would give you fulfillment? Imagine for a moment that someone just handed you, let's say, $25 million. So suddenly you no longer need to work for a living. You no longer need to impress anyone either. You are free to live exactly as you please. So what would you do with that time and money and why? How would you prevent yourself from becoming bored? How would you fill each day with challenge and purpose and meaning Think about that. It's easy to say you'd you'd go lay on the beach your whole life, but after maybe three or four days, that's going to get extremely boring. So what would you do? What would you do if you had all the time and the money that you needed? What would you do? Think about that and you'll learn a lot about yourself. And along those lines, Consider this. What things would you do even if you would never be paid for doing them? Let's get rid of that $25 million now and let's imagine that you are struggling financially 
and that you're barely making it, making ends meet and working hard each week to pay all the bills. Maybe that's not too hard to imagine. Probably not. In, start, in such a circumstance, there are, are there things that you would do even though they could not possibly bring you any income? Are there still things you would, you would make it a priority to do even if you were pressed for money and time and struggling? What would you still do even though it didn't pay you? Even though it didn't bring you any money? Sure, you want to take care of your family and and the basic necessities of life. But beyond that, is there anything so compelling that you would spend your precious time on it just for the love of it or just for the principle of it or just because it expressed a value that, that you could not deny? Next, think about this. If you could easily change your behavior to make yourself happier, if you could snap your fingers and, and make something about your behavior change instantly, what would that be? What beliefs or circumstances have prevented you from changing that behavior in the past? What things in your life would be different if you were able to successfully change that behavior? And why are those things important to you? Ask yourself, what, what in your life, what things in your life are you most thankful for? And what is it you do? How do you protect and nurture them? Why are they so important to you? How do they give you strength? How do they help you to live with joy and purpose? And is there anything that you would be even more thankful for if you had it in your life? Now consider this, if you had to live for a year in complete isolation, cut off from the rest of the world, what five things would you bring with you? Now, other than items for nourishment, health, and, and safety, let's assume you're okay in that regard. Beyond that, what five things would you bring with you? And Why? Why would each of those items be so important to you if you were cut off for a year from the rest of the world? And what would you do with those things? How would you prepare yourself mentally for this period of isolation? What personal goals would you plan to accomplish during this period? Now, take out your checkbook or credit card statement sometime and look at the items you've purchased over the last few months. Pay particular attention to the discretionary items, things that you didn't absolutely have to have, but but that you bought because you wanted to. Things or experiences. What was it about each of those things that appealed to you? Did you buy them with the expectation of, for example, solving a particular problem? Or did you buy them in hopes of enjoying a certain kind of pleasure or satisfaction? Or did you perhaps make some of the purchases mainly out of curiosity? Which of the products lived up to or exceeded your expectations? Which ones disappointed you? 
Is there anything that you don't really need that you still would very much like to purchase if you had enough money? That's pretty easy. Well, what is it? And more importantly, why? Why do you want it? What is the reason behind your desire? And and don't say it's to impress anyone or just because everyone else has it. What is it within you that would like to have that? And how would it bring enjoyment or fulfillment or satisfaction to you? Whenever you suddenly find yourself with unexpected free time, think about this. How do you usually spend that time? There's no demands on you, nothing you have to do. Your time is your own. So what do you do with it? What things do you consider to be a waste of time and why? Time is something that is limited for everyone. No matter what kind of job you have or or where you live or how much money you have, there are still only 24 hours in each day. So think about how you prioritize your time. And consider what that says about your overall priorities. Because time, you can't get any more of it. You can't get it back again once it's gone. So when you spend it, uh, the way you spend it is very indicative of what your priorities are. Especially when you're spending time that is your own time to decide. Time is one of the most precious things that you have. And the way you use it is a great indicator of things, of the things that are most important to you. Finally, ask yourself what's more important to you, what's most important to you about each of the different areas of your life. Things such as your job. What's the most important thing to you about your job? Your home, the, the place, the town where you live, the house or building that you live in. What's the most important thing to you about the place where you live, where you call home? Maybe it's the people. Surely it's the people that are with you as have a lot to do with it. And that's the next category, your family. What, what's, what's the most important thing to you, to you about your family? Your faith, your leisure activities, your friends, your health, Think of, think of all the different aspects of your life and ask yourself, what is the most important thing about this to me? Why is this part of my life? Why do I pay attention to it? Why am I aware of it? Why do I um, put time and effort and money and, and um, thought into this area of my life and give my awareness to it? When you determine what's important about each thing, then go another level, go deeper and ask yourself what's important about that. For example, you might ask yourself, uh, what's most important to you about your job? And the answer could very well be making money. So then ask yourself, what's important about making money? And the answer, for example, could be so I can support my family. Then consider what is important to you about supporting your family. Why is it that that that's important to you? Is it out of love, out of a sense of obligation, or perhaps something else? Continue this line of questioning as far as you possibly can. Keep asking why. 
Why is that important? Answer. And and then with the answer, ask again, why is that important? Ask what's important and then consider what's important about that. You'll soon get very deep into your own profoundly held values. And this is a great way to develop a much clearer understanding of what makes you tick at a very fundamental level. We're each so close to our own selves that we often take much of our uniqueness for granted. We think of ourselves as part of the world we live in, and too often, unfortunately, we go no deeper than that. But you are special, and you have much to contribute. The more you understand yourself, the more you understand the things that drive you and motivate you, the more you'll be able to accomplish and the more fulfilled your life will be. You're full of, count, of countless possibilities, each of them unique to you and to you alone. Take the time. Make the effort to know and understand yourself and watch as those possibilities start turning into magnificent reality. When you need a break, a word of encouragement, a spark of creative juice and inspiration for mastering the challenges of life, work, and relationships, you'll find it in the Experience Excellence audio series from Connections University. You can download it right now through the link at deeperconnectionspodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the show at deeperconnectionspodcast.com so you'll automatically get the latest episode as soon as it's available. You'll find options for iTunes and other platforms. You'll also find links to the music in this podcast, written and performed by Local Honey. I'm Ralph Marston. And I'm Kimberly Kane. Thanks for taking the journey with us. Be courageous in all of your connections. Go deeper. Your life will be richer for it. This is Deeper Connections. Learn more. Be more. At DeeperConnectionsPodcast.com.